Hello and welcome to Down the Stretch for the weekend of February the 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th, 2020. I'm your host, Dan Davidson, broadcasting to you from beautiful Versailles, Kentucky, here in the heart of thoroughbred country. This week we had 13 graded stakes races. If you're new to the sport or just wondering what a graded stakes race is, it's the toughest level of competition in the sport of thoroughbred horse racing. And the Racing Commission categorizes them as a grade one, a grade two, or a grade three, with grade one being the highest. So let's get running. And let's kick things off at Santa Monica with the grade two Santa Monica stakes. This was going seven furlongs on the dirt for four-year-olds and up fillies and mares with a purse of $200,000 on Saturday, February the 15th. And they're off in the Santa Monica, and Lady Ninja comes out running. So does Road Rager along the inside. These two hook up, and Mother Mother is a length back in third. Then it's Zusha and Hard Not to Love. Only three lengths covers the field as they get to the main track. Road Rager at the rail, Lady Ninja. Lady Ninja puts her nostrils in front. Mother Mother is next, Zusha, one from the rail, and hard not to love, widest of all, but pretty close, only two lengths off the lead as they run down the back stretch. Road Rager, Lady Ninja continue to share the front spot with Zusha in between them. Mother Mother is only a length off the lead, but she's going to go four wide into the far turn. And hard not to love at the back. Road Rager the first to surrender around the far turn. It's Lady Ninja who goes on with it. Mother Mother, hard not to love on the outside. Three across the track coming to the quarter pole. Zusha is in fourth, then Road Rager. Mother Mother takes the lead, immediately confronted by Hard Not to Love, and Lady Ninja's in for a fight, too, at the rail. There's a furlong left to go, and it's Hard Not to Love under very confident handling, just cruising on by. And what a classy filly this one is. Hard Not to Love will absolutely dominate the Santa Monica as she wins by four easy lengths. Mother Mother second, then Zusha and Lady Ninja. So much fun to watch run is hard not to love, and she dominates the Santa Monica Stakes. This four-year-old filly is by Hardspawn, out of the Vindication Mare Loving Vindication, bred in Ontario by Anderson's Farms, owned by Mercedes Stables LLC, West Point Thoroughbreds, Scott Dilworth, Dorothy and Gordo, David and Gordo, and Steve Mooney, trained by John Sheriffs and ridden by Mike Smith. Hard Not to Love was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling selling for $400,000. And in six career starts now, she's bypassed her sales price and earned just over $408,000. She's been in the money all six of those races with five first place finishes and only one third. And running second was the four-year-old filly Mother Mother by Pioneer of the Nile out of the Lionhearted Mare Mother. Bred in Kentucky by T.F. Van Meter. Owned by Gainesway Stable, Old Bones Racing, LLC, Barry Hall, Barry Lindman, and Mark Matheson. Trained by Bob Baffert and ridden by Flavian Pratt. In 11 career starts, Mother Mother now has earnings of just over $403,000. Mother Mother was also a Keeneland 2017 September yearling selling for $450,000. And finishing third was the five-year-old Zusha. 
This mare is by Congrats out of the Stormcat Mare ICT, bred in Kentucky by Clear Sky Farms, owned by Raphael Steinbrook, trained by Gary Mandela, and ridden by Tiago Pereira. In 19 career starts, Zusha now has earnings of just over $210,000. Zusha was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $42,000. And next up, on February the 15th, at Laurel Park, we had the Grade 3 Run Happy Barbara Fritchie Stakes. This was going seven furlongs on the dirt for four-year-olds and up, fillies and mares, with a purse of $250,000. Here in the gate, and off of the Run Happy Barbara Fritchie Stakes. Blue-Eyed Girl hustled out for early speed and gives it. So it's Blue-Eyed Girl up top from Victim of Love in second. Majestic Reason is taken back in third position. Sagoro is keen to go on. Just two lengths in the front and caught it between horses. Needs supervision. Anna's Bandit is on the inside. As the tight pack sorts out, only five lengths will cover them. Blue-Eyed Girl is the tempo maker. Leads it by a half length from Victim of Love in second. Length and a half more. Majestic Reason is in third and needs supervision. Anna's Bandit travels in fifth position. And Sagoro is last of them all now. She last now with six to seven lengths to make up. Blue-Eyed Girl continues on the lead with Victim of Love pressing on the outside. They're going to get a decent clip up front, but not that fast. Needs Supervision is in third position. On the inside is Majestic Reason. Here's Saguaro Row. Still about five and a half from the front runners now, and Anna's Bandit is at the back of the pack. They come with a two and a half for a long mark. And Victim of Love pressing on on the outside. Blue-Eyed Girl out of the inside. Two more lengths. Needs Supervision. Saguaro Row on the extreme outside. And next is Majestic Reason and Anna's Bandit into the stretch and the run happy Barbara Fritchie stakes victim of love and blue-eyed girl one two and Majestic Reason is leveling off with plenty of run to the center of the track. Here's Majestic Reason and Trevor McCarthy. They're striking the lead with a sixteenth of a mile to go and pulling away. Anna's Bandit is trying to run on very late. Victim of love salvages second though. Anna's Bandit was third. Majestic Reason to score. Fourth was Need Supervision and blue-eyed girl and then Saguaro Row. And Majestic Reason takes the run, Happy Barber Fritchie Stakes. This is the first graded stakes victory for the five-year-old filly by Majestic Warder out of the Not for Love Mayor Loves Reason. Bred in Maryland by Sycamore Hall Thoroughbreds LLC and Ellen Charles. Majestic Reason is owned by Hillwood Stables LLC and Richard Golden. Trained by Graham Motion and ridden by Trevor McCarthy. And in 13 career starts, Majestic Reason has earnings of just over $462,000. And Majestic Reason has been in the money in 12 of those 13 career starts. And running second was Victim of Love. It's one of my favorite Eagles songs, by the way. This four-year-old filly is by Spikestown out of the Awesome Again Mayor Spacey Tracy. Bred in Kentucky by Daniel Burke, owned by Tommy Town Thoroughbreds, trained by Todd Beatty, and ridden by Weston Hamilton. In 13 career starts, Victim of Love now has earnings of just over $221,000. Victim of Love was a Keeneland 2017 September yearling graduate, where she sold for $160,000. And running third was Anna's Bandit. This six-year-old filly is by Great Notion out of the No Armistice Mare One-Arm Bandit. Bred in West Virginia by John Robb. 
owned by No Guts, No Glory Farm, trained by John Robb, and ridden by Xavier Perez. In 34 career starts, Anna's Bandit now has earnings of just over $743,000. And next up on the card at Laurel Park on February the 15th was the General George Stakes. This was a grade three race going seven furlongs on the dirt for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $250,000. And they're off in the General George. Forensic Fire wasting no time right out to the front. Threes over deuces, and between horses honor the fleet is the gray factory in on the inside of the second group, and tis he the one on the outside following as well. Air length and change in uh, back of Forensic Fire. Here's honor the fleet, who's coming through between horses as Forensic Fire is racing off the inside of the three path. Factory in has come to join the front pace as well, and threes over deuces is in fourth. Tis he the one, then Lone Rock is only three and a half for the lead, and still having fun in the back of the bunch field, heading into the far turn. Honor the fleet takes the initiative now and goes on with Factor it in down of the inside. Forenze Fire is still right there. Three wide into the far turn run. Tis he the one. It's followed by threes over deuces dropping back a bit of between horses. Lone Rock is on the inside. Has a little bit of run too and still having fun back of the pack. So midpoint on the turn. Three in a line. The outside Forenze Fire coming right back at them. Honor the fleet in between horses. The far outside tis he the one. The inside is Factor it in. Into the stretch now. He's still having fun out in the center of the track, firing a big one, too. Still having fun. Coming on the far outside, but Forenze Fire kicks away the last furlong. Still having fun. And threes over deuces with a 16th left to go in the General George. Forenze Fire has too much class for them. Good race for the place there. Threes over deuces, just snatching second from still having fun. Then it was Lone Rock. And Tizzy the one, or factor it in. And honor the fleet. And making his way back to the winner's circle in graded stakes company is Forenze Fire. This five-year-old colt is by Poseidon's Warrior, out of the Langfure Mare, My Every Wish, bred in Florida by Mr. Amore Stables, owned by Mr. Amore Stables, trained by Jason Service and ridden by Irad Ortiz Jr., and 24 career starts. Forenze Fire now has earnings of just over $1.8 million dollars. 18 of his career 24 starts have been graded stakes races, and after finishing 5th in the Breeders' Cup Sprint in November of last year, Forenze Fire has won all three of his races since. We started off 2020, February here, with a win in the General George Stakes. This horse has always run in very tough company and usually seems to bring his best to every race. Congratulations to the Connections. And running second was the five-year-old Threes Over Deuces. This gelding is by Flat Out, out of the forestry mare Cruelmore, bred in Kentucky by Mockner Hall and Montice LLC, owned by Pocket Threes Racing LLC, trained by Gary Capuano and ridden by Victor Rosales in 27 career starts. Threes Over Deuces has earnings of just over $324,000. Threes Over Deuces was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $30,000. And running third was the five-year-old still having fun. This gelding is by Old Fashioned, out of the Deher Mare, Casual Kiss, bred in Maryland by Mr. and Mrs. Charles McGinnis and Tim Keefe, owned by Gary Barber, Wachtel Stable, and Turp Racing, LLC. Still Having Fun is trained by Timothy Keefe, 
and written by Fiergal Lynch. In 19 career starts, Still Having Fun has earnings of over $568,000. And Still Having Fun was a Phasic Tipton 2016 Mid-Atlantic Yearling selling for $12,000. And next up at Gulfstream Park on February the 15th, we had the Grade 3 Royal Delta Stakes. This was for fillies and mares, four-year-olds and up, going a mile and a sixteenth on the dirt with a purse of $150,000. And they're off in the Royal Delta Stakes. It was a good start from between for tweeting on the far outside. Cookie Dough has her customary quick speed, and she's up on the far outside to take a narrow lead. Golden Award is in the three-path, while third at the inside. Coach Rocks is out of there fourth. Queen Nakia fifth at the inside, and the trailer is Restless Rider fighting the kickback in the early stages as Cookie Dough is way out in the center. Paco's trying to get her to relax, but tweeting is not helping that cause. Tweeting is the boss. Tweeting leads three parts of a length. Cookie Dough, a reluctant second runner, back of three lengths margin to Coach, uh, Golden Award in third. Coach Rocks at the inside is now alongside Queen Nakia for second last and the trailer is Restless Rider. 23-1 and one for the opening quarter as they head to the first finish line. Tweeting has the lead. Doing cookie dough no favors. She's still yet to settle. Tugging hard on Paco. Meanwhile, Golden Award had settled nicely. She's third. Only three lengths behind. And it's back to Coach Rocks racing outside of Queen Nakia and the trailer is Restless Rider. 46-3 and three for a strong half mile. They leave the backstretch and move on to the far turn. Here's Cookie Dough making her bid for the lead. And Cookie Dough now takes the lead, but Golden Award was ready for that, and she's on the attack now second. Queen Nakia overhauls tweeting for third, then Coach Rocks, and Restless Rider never out of last as they round the far turn. It's Cookie Dough still the target. Queen Nakia with an upset possibility toward the inside. Paco trying to close the door on her with Golden Award on the outside. Three quarters, 111 flat, they turn in. It's Cookie Dough wandering off the corner, but still in front. Toward the inside, that's Queen Nakia down the center and Golden Award. 16th to go. Cookie Dough trying to turn him away now. Cookie Dough still there. Toward the inside, Queen Nakia is only second best, as Cookie Dough is gamest of all. Cookie Dough wins the Royal Delta. It's close for second. Queen Nakia or Golden Award in 143 and 2. And Cookie Dough takes the Royal Delta. This four-year-old Florida bred is by Brethren out of the Fusiachi Pegasus mare Brooks Valentine, bred and owned by Arendelle, trained by Safi Joseph, and ridden by Paco Lopez. In 13 career starts, Cookie Dough now has earnings of just over $621,000. And finishing second was Golden Award. This five-year-old filly is by Medagliadoro out of the arch mare Arches Gal Edith, Bred in Kentucky by Harvey Clark, owned by Summerwind Equine. Trained by Bill Mott and ridden by Tyler Gaffleon. Twelve career starts now. Golden Award has earnings of just over $406,000. Rounding out the field in third was Queen Nakia. This five-year-old Florida bred is by Harlington, out of the double honor mare All Night Labor. Bred by Porter Racing Stable, LLC, owned by Ken Copenhaver, trained by Safi Joseph, and ridden by John Velasquez. In 24 career starts, Queen Nakia now has earnings of just over $316,000. 
And next up at the fairgrounds on February the 15th was the Grade 3 Mineshaft Stakes, going a mile and a sixteenth on the dirt for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $200,000. And they're off in the Mineshaft Stakes of 2020. Winning number toward the inside, Sleepy Eyes Todd with an early bid, and there's Pirates Punch, who's up and up to the lead for Robbie Alvarado and beats them to the punch at the clubhouse turn. It's Pirates Punch who leads here by two and a half to Sleepy Eyes Todd, and on the outside is winning number in the pink silks, who's running three deep uncovered for Kobe Hernandez as they go to the back of this historic New Orleans track with Brian Hernandez Jr. Silver Dust is fourth upon settling, and they have six furlongs to go. It's a break of three and a half to Gunnett, who comes up the near side and is joined by Cutting Humor as they head toward the half-mile pole. A break of three more than two. Here's the inside. Mosito Rojo, who's in the back half of the field. First run since Saratoga for Hoffberg, who's posted wide and captivating moon trails. The opening quarter in 24.41 seconds. Half mile for Pirates Punch. 47.25 seconds. They go past the half mile pole. Pirates Punch dictates the grade three with Sleepy Eyes Todd still focused in on the front runner. It's Pirates Punch as they turn again. Sleepy Eyes Todd and Silver Dust now is gaining traction for Brian Hernandez Jr. Winning number being driven in fourth. Gunnett is fifth. Bocito Rojo. It needs to pick up on the far outside. Captivating Moon. Hoffberg is the wide out and Cutting Humor last to make the top of the fairground stretch. Three quarters in 111.42. It's Pirates Punch but Silver Dust charges hard on the outside to confront Pirates Punch with one furlong to go. Gunnett lugs in in third. Sleepy Eyes Todd and Captivating Moon. They come down toward the final 16th with Brian Hernandez Jr. It's Silver Dust edged away. Gunnett, gamely on the outside for Ricardo Santana Jr. It's Silver Dust, holds Gunnett, Silver Dust to win. The Mineshaft stakes by three-quarters of length to Gunnett. And then Captivating Moon on the wire with Pirate's Punch. Followed home by Cutting Humor with Sleepy Eyes Todd Hoffberg. The last two to pull up were Mosito Rojo with winning number. And Silver Dust makes it two for two in 2020 as he wins the Mineshaft stakes. This six-year-old gelding is by Tappet, out of the hard-spun mare Filaire Loro, bred in Kentucky by Don Alberto Corporation, owned by Tom Durant, and trained by Brett Calhoun, ridden by Brian Hernandez. In 26 career starts, Silverdust now has earnings of $822,000. Seven of his last eight starts have been graded stakes. Almost a month ago, he won... The Louisiana Stakes here at the fairgrounds, and here he wins the Mineshaft Stakes at the fairgrounds. And last year in August, he won the West Virginia Governor Stakes, and then at Churchill Downs in September, he won the Lucas Classic Stakes. This is a really nice horse. Silver Dust was a 2015 Keeneland September yearling with a purchase price of 270000 and then he was a 2016 two-year-old in training where he sold in Ocala for $510,000. And finishing a game second was another Tappet Colt named Gunnett. By Tappet out of the Medagli Doro mare, Miss Bessie Lou. This four-year-old Colt was bred in Kentucky by Three Chimneys Farm and Bessie Lou Stables, owned by Whisper Hill Farm and Three Chimneys, trained by Steve Asmussen and ridden by Ricardo Santana Jr., in nine career starts, Gunnett now has earnings of just over $150,000. And Gunnett was a $2.6 million Keeneland September yearling, 2017. 
And finishing third was the fun-to-watch run Pirate's Punch. This four-year-old gelding is by Shanghai Bobby out of the Malibu Moon Mare Catch the Moon. Catch the Moon was on my farm for quite a while, and she is the dam of Girvin as well. Pirate's Punch was bred in Kentucky by Stone Street, owned by Gulliver Racing LLC, Craig Drager, and Dan Legan, trained by Grant Forster, and ridden by Robbie Alvarado. Pirate's Punch has got 12 career starts now with earnings of just over $153,000. And Pirate's Punch was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling selling for $90,000. And up next on this busy graded stakes weekend, February the 15th at the fairgrounds, was the grade 3 turf fairgrounds stakes. This was going a mile and an 18th for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $150,000. And they're off in the fairground stakes. Don't blame Rocket. Factor this showing pace toward the inside. His boat spun on, synchrony with the rail, and here's an early bid by Spectacular Gem with the purple cap. To vie for this lead with Factor This as they make their way through the first furlong. It's Spectacular Gem, Factor This, the rail as they head toward the first turn. While two to three clear from Don't Blame Rocket in third position, Botswana fourth with the rail. Factor This leads Spectacular Gem out to the stretch. Then Tone Broke, race favorite, Synchrony, making a seven-year-old seasonal bow. He's with the rail for Joe Bravo as they go to the back of the course. Following Synchrony and two wide Tone Broke at the five and a half, it's midnight tea time from Hanovi. Then late running Classic Covey, settled for Junior Alvarado. While Space Mountain has dropped back to last, the quarter and 23.57 seconds with five furlongs to go. And it's Factor This who leads them for Sean Bridgman. Factor This out in front. They Spectacular Gem who follows. Boat Swana third toward the rail. Don't blame Rocket fourth on the outside with inside. Four furlongs to go. Then Tombro covers Synchrony with the rail. Synchrony is five from Factor This as they turn again. Midnight tea time from Hanovi. Space Mountain remains at the back of the field. Half mile for Factor This in 48.25. Three quarters, 111.76. It's Factor This Spectacular Gem Boat Swana. Don't blame Rocket. Strides up on the outside. And Synchrony now. Looks to move in toward the inside as they straighten past the quarter pole. Then comes a tone broke, followed toward the inside by midnight tea time with Hanovian Space Mountain. They come down toward the final furlong. It's Factor This who's still finding. Factor This leads by four from Synchrony who's staying on. Botswana's third. Synchrony trying to reel in Factor This who has 50 yards to get and three lengths to hold. It's Factor This. Factor This has won it from Synchrony. Then Botswana. Third photo at midnight tea time. Don't blame Rocket was fifth. Hanovi from Tone broke. Spectacular gem. Space Mountain never picked up. Factor this, Sean Bridgman for Brad Cox. Factor this, made all in the fairground stakes. And factor this, looked absolutely superb in the fairground stakes. Holding off a supercharged synchrony coming down the stretch. Just flying at him. But it was factor this to win. Factor this is by the factor. Out of the Singspiel mare, Capricious Miss, bred in Kentucky by Maccabee Farm, owned by Gaining Grounds Racing LLC, trained by Brad Cox, and ridden by Sean Brigmahan. Factor This has 27 starts and has earnings now of $545,000. Factor This was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, selling for just $2,700, 
And then as a two-year-old in training in a 2017 Ocala breeder sale, he sold for $11,000. Nice return on his investment. And blazing home for second was a seven-year-old Synchrony, bred in Kentucky and owned by Pen Oak Stable. Trained by Michael Stidham and ridden by Joe Bravo, Synchrony has 26 career starts and earnings just shy of a million at $938,000. And 19 of his 26 career starts have been graded stakes races. Nice horse. And running third was Botswana. This five-year-old gelding is by Great R out of the Century City Mare Oculuna. Bred in Kentucky by Silverton Hill Farm, owned and trained by Bentley Combs, ridden by Edgar Morales. Botswana has 16 career starts now and earnings of just over $189,000. And next up at the fairgrounds on February the 15th, was the Grade 2 Rachel Alexandra Stakes. This was for three-year-old fillies, so there would be Oaks points attached to this, going a mile and a sixteenth on the dirt with a purse of $300,000. Grade 2 presented by Fasig Tipton. They're in the gate. They're off in the Rachel Alexandra Stakes. Finite broke sharp. His glory, Ursula the Grey is right there. Impeccable style in fourth position as they head toward the first turn. A walking odds leader, his glory at the inside for James Graham as they enter the first turn. It's his glory who takes the shortest way around there from Ursula, Swiss Skydiver, and Finite is running in the three path as they go to the back of the track. With his glory, the overall leader. Impeccable style drafting in behind Phillies, the champion. British Idiom is racing three deep as they go to six furlongs from home at a break of four more to Tempers Rising, who trails the three-year-old Phillies Septet. The quarter for his glory, a 27-to-1 leader, 24.20 seconds. They have five furlongs to go. His glory generates the pace, tracked by Ursula. Finite is three wide uncovered for Ricardo Santana Jr. looking to draw in. To the inside is Swiss Skydiver, who's Ground heading past the half mile pole on the outside now gaining British idiom who's picking up for Javier Castellano as they turn again the trailer's impeccable style with tempers rising half mile for his glory in 47.92 this is three furlongs from home his glory continues to lead Ursula finite now gearing up for a run and here's finite who's coming to take on his glory Ursula British idiom now coming under pressure and sweeps in the forepath as they straighten past the quarter pole three quarters at 112.64 it's finite finite in a fight with his glory British idiom still has three legs to raise and Swiss skydiver is charging hard now as they come down to the final 16th it's finite finite leads by four British idiom, Swiss skydiver, his glory, and temper is rising with Ricardo Santana Jr. It's finite, and finite wins. The Rachel Alexandra stakes by five, beats the champ, British idiom, Swiss skydiver, with tempers rising, impeccable style, his glory, and Ursula. Finite, the Munnings filly, first again at the fairgrounds. And finite pulls away to win the Rachel Alexandra. This is a really nice-looking filly. She's a three-year-old by Munnings out of the Tappet Mare Remit, bred in Kentucky by Winchell Thoroughbreds, owned by Winchell Thoroughbreds, Thomas Riemann, William Dixon, and Deborah Easter, trained by Steve Asmussen and ridden by Ricardo Santana, Jr. 
Finite has seven career starts with earnings of just over $638,000. And in those seven career starts, she's never been out of the money. Five firsts and two seconds. Finite was a 2019 Phasic Tipton Mid-Atlantic two-year-old in training where she sold for $200,000. And running second was the outstanding young Philly British Idiom. This three-year-old filly is by flashback out of the Mr. Sekeguchi Mare Rose and Shine, bred in Kentucky by Hargis Sexton, Sandra Sexton, and Silver Fern Farm, LLC. Owned by Michael Dubb, the Elkstone Group, LLC, Manicat Stables, LLC, and Bethlehem Stables, LLC. Trained by Brad Cox, ridden by Javier Castellano. British Idiom has four career starts and earnings now of over $1.4 million. So three of her four races have been graded stakes races, and she won her first three races, and in this race she placed second to an equally talented filly named Finite. And British Idiom was a $40,000 Phasic Tipton 2018 fall yearling. And running third was Swiss Skydiver. This three-year-old is by Daredevil out of the Johannesburg Mayor Expo Gold. Bred in Kentucky by Windstar Farm. Owned by Peter Callahan. Trained by Kenny McPeak. And ridden by Brian Hernandez Jr. Swiss Skydiver now has four career starts and earnings of just over $82,000. As a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, Swiss Skydiver sold for $35,000. And as the Rachel Alexandra Stakes was a Kentucky Oaks prep race, and there were points associated with it, let's look at the list of the top 23-year-old fillies. In first place is Finite with 70 points. British Idiom has 50. Down on the Bayou has 50. Dubai Love has 20. Donna Veloci has 12. Wicked Whisper, Lazy Daisy, Seren, Toneless Shape, Lake Avenue, Venetian Harbor, Lucrezia, Harvey's Little Goyle, Swiss Skydiver all have 10 points. Tempers Rising has 7. Perfect Alibi has 6, as does Mo2. Gingham and Comical have 5, and Frank's Rockette has 40. And that's your top 20 points leaders for the Kentucky Oaks. There were three Kentucky Derby prep races in the graded stakes category for this weekend, and we kick things off at the fairgrounds with Division One of the Grade Two Risen Star Stakes, going a mile and an eighth on the dirt for three-year-olds with a purse of four hundred thousand dollars. And they're off in the first division of the Risen Star Stakes. Perfect Revenge stumbled at the start. Mr. Monomoy broke sharp, along with Blackberry Wine, and ready to roll is right there front bank as Mr. Monomoy takes the top for Florent Giroux. With the inside at long odds, ready to roll, and Blackberry Wine is right up there near the speed. Shaw Shaw Shake Me Up running in fourth. Digital is fifth toward the rail as Mr. Monomoy leads them to the back of the track. Silver State is next in behind horses for Ricardo Santana Jr. Scabbard is posted wide in the four path with just over six furlongs to go. Perfect Revenge. The Yellow Blinkers with the rail outside that moon over Miami. Then comes Farmington Road. And with Julian Leperu, the Lecomte winner. Enforceable racing a joint last after the nine furlong start. The 
24.22 seconds. Mr. Monomoy, the pace is his. Mr. Monomoy leads three quarters length to Blackberry Wine. Digital is right there biding his time in third. Three quarters length to Ready to Roll in fourth. Silver State is seven from the leaders. Joined out wide by Shaw. Shaw Shake Me Up. With inside a half mile to go. Enforceable is nine from the front and behind horses. Scabbard is wide. Perfect Revenge. Farmington Road. Moon over Miami is being driven to gain after a half mile in 48.57 seconds. They turn again. Three for longs to go. And Blackberry Wine makes a move on Mr. Monomoy. And these two together coming toward the quarter pole. Digital is right there. Digital is gaining ground. Ready to roll and Silver State springs into action on the far outside. And Enforceable follows Silver State into the stretch. Three quarters and one minute 12.85 seconds. It's Mr. Monomoy driven by Florent Giroux. Turn back Blackberry Wine. Here's Digital who's charging now. Silver State then on the outside. Enforceable needs to lift. They come down toward the final 16th with Florent Giroux. It's Mr. Monomoy. Mr. Monomoy leads them home in the first division of the Risen Star Stakes one by three. Enforceable gained second. Silver State was third. Farmington Road. Digital next across from Scabbard. And then Blackberry Wine from Moon Over Miami. Ready to roll. Perfect revenge. And Shah Shah Shake Me Up trailed in. And picking up 50 points in the Kentucky Derby standings for 2020 was Mr. Monomoy. This three-year-old cult is by Palace Malice out of the Henny Hughes Mayor Drumette. Mr. Monomoy, of course, is a half to the fantastic Monomoy girl. And in five career starts now, he has earnings of just over $327,000. It was bred in Kentucky by FPF LLC and Highfield Ranch. He's owned by Matacat Stables, Michael Dubb, and Doheny Racing Stable. And he's trained by Brad Cox and ridden by Florent Giroux. He's got five career starts now, but in the money four of those five times, with earnings of just over $327,000. And Mr. Monomoy was a 2017 Keeneland Sells graduate, the November Cell, selling for 60000 as a weanling. And in 2019, at the Arcana two-year-old breeze-up sale, he sold for $202,000. And running second was Enforceable. This three-year-old colt is by Tappet out of the Dixie Union mare, Just Whistle Dixie. Enforceable adds to the list of this brilliant brood mare. Her other progeny include New Year's Day and Mohamen. Enforceable was bred in Kentucky by Clear Sky Farms. Owned by John Oxley, trained by Mark Cassie, and ridden by Julian Leperu. Enforceable now has eight starts in his career. He's been in the money six of those eight times, with earnings now of just over $347,000. A 2018 Keeneland September sales graduate. As a yearling, he RNA'd, or did not meet his reserve price, at $775,000. And finishing third in the stellar set of three-year-olds was Silver State. This colt is by Hardspun out of the Empire Maker Supreme. I was actually at John Abel Farm today breeding a mare to Hardspun. He was bred in Kentucky by Stone Street Thoroughbred Holdings, LLC. He's owned by Winchell Thoroughbreds and Willis Hurton Racing, LLC. Trained by Steve Asmussen and ridden by Ricardo Santana, Jr. Silver State has four career starts. He's been in the money in all four of those starts, with earnings now of just over $136,000. Silver State was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $450,000.
Next up at the fairgrounds was Division Two of the Grade Two Risen Star Stakes, a mile and an eighth on the dirt for three-year-olds with a purse of four hundred thousand. And they're off in the second division on the Risen Star Stakes. Liam's Lucky Charm broke sharp. Speed two from Modernist near to the inside as they charge toward the first turn. And there's New York Traffic, who's up and after the lead for Javier Castellano, just faster than Liam's Lucky Charm a bit rank. And Modernist comes up the rail to engage New York Traffic as they round the first turn. Liam's Lucky Charm is only a length off the duel in front. On the outside is Anu Dor, the favorite, running in fourth position as they go to the back of the track. Major Fed in the red is against the rail. There comes Mailman Money, Mr. Big News, followed by Fame to Famous Between Horses. Finnick the Fierce is three wide with inside six furlongs to go. Then comes Succession, and Lynn's Map has dropped back to last. The first two of nine furlongs in 24.38 seconds with five furlongs to go. Heading toward the half-mile pole, and New York traffic is just ahead of Modernist with the rail. Liam's Lucky Charm is a close third. Then saving ground is Mailman Money. Major Fed is close as they go toward the far turn. On the outside, in the clear for Joel Rosario, Adun Dor, who's running some seven from the speed. The half mile in 48.57 seconds as they turn again with three furlongs to go. That Mr. Big News being driven to gain with Finnick the Fierce. Accession, followed toward the inside by Lynn's map. The one who tailed off was Fame to Famous. Three quarters and one minute 12.62 seconds. They swing for the quarter pole. And it's New York traffic with Modernist toward the inside. Charging now is Mailman Money with Major Fed. They come down to the final furlong. It's Modernist who's holding on to a short lead from between horses. New York traffic on the outside, Mailman Money, and Major Fed is storming home. It's Modernist toward the inside for Junior Alvarado. Major Fed closing, New York traffic gamely, and then Mailman Money, it's Modernist. Modernist and Junior Rivera and uh, Junior Alvarado at 12 to 1. Modernist has won it from Major Fed, who is second on the wire, along with New York traffic in the second division of the Risen Star Stakes. And picking up 50 points towards the Kentucky Derby Chase in Division 2 of the Risen Star Stakes was Modernist. This three-year-old colt is by Uncle Mo out of the Bernardini Mare symbolic gesture, bred in Kentucky and also owned by the Wygod family, Pam and Martin, trained by Bill Mott, ridden by Junior Alvarado. Modernist has four career starts and has been in the money three of those four times with earnings now of just over $288,000. And closing fast to finish a game second was Major Fed. This three-year-old colt is by Ghost Zapper out of the Smart Strike Mare, Bobby's Babe. Bred in Kentucky and also owned by Lloyd Madison Farms. Trained by Gregory Foley and ridden by Julian Leperu. Major Fed has got three career starts. He's been in the money all three times with earnings now of just over $116,000. And running third was the New York-bred New York Traffic by cross traffic out of the Graham Hall mare Mamie Riley, bred in New York by Brian Colden, owned by John Fernelli, Cassius King LLC, LC Racing, and Paul Braverman, trained by Safi Joseph and ridden by Javier Castellano. He's got six career starts now. He's been in the money four of those six times, with earnings now of just over $136,000. And New York Traffic was a 2019 Phasic Tipton Mid-Atlantic sales graduate where he RNA'd or did not meet his sales price for $27,000.
And now moving out to Santa Anita on February the 16th for the Grade 3 Sweet Life Stakes. This was going five and a half furlongs on the turf for three-year-old fillies with a purse of $100,000. And they're off. Spitefulness, very alert out of there. Blue Sky Baby is coming through, and here comes Lighthouse now. Lighthouse duels with Spitefulness through the opening eighth of a mile. Laura's Light now gets into a stocking spot, two and a half off the lead. Then Blue Sky Baby, Roadrunner's Honor is next. A gap of four to Orchidea's Biz, and Florentine Diamond, who was off slowly, is well behind. It's Lighthouse, three furlongs out, leading by three quarters of a length to Spitefulness, second. Two more back to Laura's Light, who comes through along the inside, taking second now, coming to the quarter pole. Then Blue Sky Baby, Roadrunner's Honor is next, four in front of Orchidea's Biz. They're at the top of the stretch. And Lighthouse confronted by Laura's Light. Lighthouse tough. Laura's Light up alongside. They square off a furlong from home, neither giving an inch. Laura's Light on the outside, and Lighthouse are nose and nose coming for the wire in the sweep life. Laura's Light takes the lead close to home, and Laura's Light prevails. Three quarters of a length. Lighthouse game in defeat. Then it was Roadrunner's Honor, followed by Blue Sky Baby, and Florentine Diamond closed late to get fifth. And finishing nicely to win the Sweet Life Stakes was Laura's Light. This three-year-old filly is by the Rising Star Constitution out of the Mukhtarib Mayor Light of a Star, bred in Kentucky by Golden Pedigree LLC, owned by Gary Barber, trained by Peter Miller, and ridden by Abel Cedillo. Laura's Light now has four career starts. She's been in the money in all four starts, and earnings now of just over $147,000. A 2018 Keeneland September yearling, Laura's Light RNA'd, or did not meet her reserve, for $25,000. The running second was Lighthouse. This three-year-old filly is by Mizzen Mast out of the North Light Mare More Hoping, bred in Kentucky by David Chavez Jr., owned by Ellen J. Foxwoods, trained by Simon Callahan, and ridden by Drayden Van Dyke. Lighthouse has four career starts now, has been in the money three of those times, with earnings of just over $57,000. Lighthouse was a 2019 OBS two-year-old in training, April sales graduate, selling for $375,000. And rounding out the field in third was Roadrunner's Honor, bred in Kentucky by Paget Bloodstock, owned by Roadrunner Racing and WC Racing Incorporated, trained by Doug O'Neill and ridden by Rafael Bejarano. This three-year-old filly is by Honor Code, out of the Seeking the Gold Mare Wild Idol. She's got five career starts, been in the money three of those times with earnings of just over $60,000. Roadrunner's Honor was a 2018 Keeneland September yearling, RNAing or not selling for $55,000, and then a 2019 OBS two year old in training graduate where she did sell for $100,000. <laughs> And next up on this busy graded stakes weekend at Oaklawn Park, we had the Grade 3 Bayacoa Stakes. This was going a mile and a sixteenth on the dirt for four-year-olds and up, fillies and mares, with a purse of $200,000. They're off. Motion in motion. Missed the break. 
Go Google yourself broke beautifully, and so did Lady Subi. Look at Motion Emotion now pull her way after breaking absolutely last all the way up to challenge for the lead. Gold Standard has to tap on the brakes on heels. Then comes Woe Nelly and Karen, eventful first eighth of a mile. Lady Subi going to clear off for Tyler Bays. It is Lady Subi now a length and a half in front of Go Google Yourself, who stays at the rail, and Motion Emotion just outside. Then the last three all line up together. Woe Nelly three deep. Karen between horses and gold standard at the rail. Four lengths first to last up the backstretch in the 28th by Akoa and here is an early move for Joe Rocco and Woe Nelly all the way up into second behind Lady Subi. So Lady Subi will go to the half mile pole with a half length lead on Woe Nelly who's now pumped up and after the front runner. Then comes Motion Emotion. Go Google yourself. Stays at the rail for Brian Hernandez. She's two from the front. Karen is second to last and gold standard Standard is the trailer. They round the far turn. Woe Nelly and Lady Subi are right together. Woe Nelly is outside. Lady Subi is inside. And Woe Nelly has put her head in front. Go Google yourself. Going to shift off the rail and come after the front running favorite. At the top of the stretch, Woe Nelly now leads by a length. Lady Subi is second. Go Google yourself. Karen in the center. Not today for gold standard. And Woe Nelly comes past mid stretch. And now she strides away to lead by two. But immediately, go Google yourself yourself comes after her. Woe Nelly reaches. Go Google yourself attacks. Gonna be close. Woe Nelly. Go Google yourself. Go Google yourself. And Woe Nelly, go Google yourself. Beats Woe Nelly and a great Bayakoa. Karen third, motion to motion fourth. And finishing strong to take the Bayakoa stakes is Go Google Yourself. This five-year-old mayor is by Into Mischief out of the deputy minister mayor taunt. Bred in Kentucky by Samantha Siegel, owned by JMS Stable, and trained by Paul McGee. Go Google Yourself was written by Brian Hernandez. She has 19 career starts with earnings now of over $639,000. And in those 19 career starts, she's been in the money 15 out of 19 times. And finishing second was Woe Nelly. This four-year-old filly is by Orb out of the Nagley Doro Mare Allegheny Angel, bred in Kentucky by Doug Brenham and Felicia Branham, owned by Fox Hill Farms, trained by Larry Jones, and ridden by Joseph Rocco, Jr. Whoa, Nelly now has 10 career starts. She's been in the money nine out of 10 times with earnings now of just over $296,000. Whoa, Nelly was a 2017 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $220,000. And finishing third was the six-year-old mare, Kyren. She's by first dude out of the AP Jet mare, Expect Nothing, bred in Florida by Best A Luck Farm, LLC, owned by WSS Racing, LLC, trained by John Ortiz and ridden by John Velasquez. Kyren has 24 career starts. She's been in the money 20 of those 24 times, with earnings now of just over $372,000. And Kyren was a 2016 Ocala Breeder Sales Company two-year-old in training, where she sold for $30,000. And then at Keeneland in November of 2019, she sold for $180,000. And up next at Oaklawn Park on February the 17th was the Grade 3 Razorback Stakes. This was going a mile and a sixteenth on the dirt for four-year-olds and up with a purse of $500,000. They're off. 
Warriors charges, asks for speed, and goes to the front from Guest Suite, Jovia, and Pioneer Spirit. Snapper Sinclair could be wide. Pioneer Spirit might have to check into a tight spot, and he did because Jovia just knocked him out of the way. And now he'll have to sit in third. Then comes Banquet at the rail and Guest Suite. Bravazo and Exalting are next. Then comes Math Wizard to the backstretch with Rated R Superstar, and far behind the field is Campaign, an eventful first quarter mile of the 61st race back handicap warriors charge had none of that though and he's three quarters of a length in front of jovia in second pioneer spirit now recovers to race third at the rail and he moves up and puts his white blinkers into second two and a half lengths to snapper sinclair banquets at the rail fifth with four to make up then comes bravazo and exulting between horses guest suite to the outside and math wizard then rated r superstar and campaign is 15 lengths last as they leave the backstretch with warriors charge three furlong from the money. Warriors charge. High cruising speed out there. Jovia and Pioneer Spirit together second and third. Banquet slips off the rail and comes on fourth. And here's Banquet within two of the front. Bravazo is outside of him. Top of the stretch. Warriors charge has the lead. Banquet is beginning to run after him in second. To the outside and Snapper Sinclair, his stable mate. And they run to the top of the stretch in the Razorback. And Warriors charge still leads. Snapper Sinclair and Banquet alongside. And here's Banquet to change. Uh, take over the lead from Warriors Charge. Warriors Charge is going to battle right back. Bank it outside. Warriors Charge inside. Look at them throw down. Warriors Charge. Bank it. Warriors Charge. Yes! Warriors Charge turned away. Bank it and won the Razorback. Maybe Pioneer Spirit for third. And what a stellar finish for Warriors Charge. The stretch drive was quite impressive as Bank it passed him and looked like he was going to take the race, and Warriors Charge defiantly took back the lead and crossed the finish line. This four-year-old colt is by Munnings out of the Broken Vow Battling Brook, bred in Florida by Al Shakab Racing, owned by Ten Strike Racing and Matacat Stables, LLC, trained by Brad Cox and ridden by Florent Giroux. Warriors Charge has eight career starts, been in the money seven of those eight times, with earnings now of over $565,000. And running a very game second was the four-year-old Banquet. This colt is by Central Banker out of the Colonel John Mayer Sister-in-Arms, bred in New York by Hidden Brook Farm LLC and Blue Devil Racing, owned by Winchell Thoroughbreds and Willis Horton Racing, trained by Steve Osmussen, and ridden by Ricardo Santana, Jr., Bankett has 16 career starts, been in the money 10 of 16 times, with earnings now of just over $657,000. Bankett was a 2017 Saratoga yearling, selling for $85,000 at the Phasing Tipton sale. And then in 2018, at the Ocala 2-year-old in training sale, he sold for $260,000. And finishing third was the 5-year-old Snapper Sinclair. By City Zip out of the Yes It's True Mayor True Addiction, bred in Kentucky by K&G Stables, owned by Bloom Racing LLC, trained also by Steve Asmussen and ridden by Julianne Leparou. Snapper Sinclair has 22 career starts, been in the money 12 times, got earnings now of over $1.1 million. Snapper Sinclair was a 2016 Keeneland September yearling, selling for $30,000. And in 2017, at the Ocala Breeders 2-year-old and training sale, sold for $180,000. And so just prior to the running of the Southwest Stakes, 
TVG did an interview with Steve Asmussen. Here's part of that. Let's start with the conversation with that. Are you looking to get more out of them? I know they're all developing three-year-olds at this time of year. Are you just hoping scores kind of runs the races that he's capable of? Well, I think that uh, where we're at, especially with the three-year-olds going into these preps and stuff, your last race is never good enough for the next race. I mean, they need to continue to get better and physically develop uh, to keep up to the level of competition. But uh, that, that can be said for all of them. With Gold Street, you know, in the Smarty Jones, I was very surprised they let him go 24 for the first quarter of a mile. And if they do that again today, they'll regret it. But uh, he's a very fast horse with good talent. I love how he relaxed in his first two-turn race. He's obviously uh, likes the surface and uh, feel that he has a good chance today. So coming out of the Smarty Jones, all three of your horses had a shot in there. What, what did you think now that you didn't know before about them? Did you learn anything or is it kind of expected? Well, I think that Smarty Jones, first day of the meet, you know, uh, how the track was playing. I think that it favored speed that day, you know, on the off racetrack and stuff. I think that the racetrack's been a lot more consistent since with regular racing. And, the, you know, the extra 16th of a mile changes things so much. Best of luck. Thank you very much. And with that, we head right into the last derby prep race for the weekend. This was the Southwest Stakes. This was a grade three race on February the 17th, going a mile and a 16th on the dirt for three-year-olds with a purse of $750,000. They're off. Wells by you is asked for speed and how. He goes to the front from Gold Street and Villainous. Answer in will be wide early. American Butterfly, Taishan is in a very tight spot, and Taishan had to check off heels. Then comes Silver Prospector, followed by Chase Tracker, and the trailer to the backstretch is shoplifted. Wells by you wanted that lead, and he's got it. Three quarters of a length to Villainous in second, and outside is answer in. Gold Street will have to do his running from mid-pack today and he has passed by. Stablemate Silver Prospector at the rail. Then to the outside in Taishan. American Butterfly is still between horses and still in tight. Shoplifted is second to last, and the trailer is Chase Tracker. Just over a half mile to go in the 55th Southwest Stakes, and the leader is Wells Bayou. Wells Bayou into the far turn from Villainous in second. Answer in is three deep in third. Silver Prospector catches the eye at the rail. He moves up within two of the front, and he's about to move into second. Here's Silver Prospector after Wells Bayou. Then comes Gold Street. Shoplifted is following Silver Prospector, his stable mate. Meanwhile, Wells Bayou is still there. Answer in is coming after him in second. Silver Prospector confidently handled by Santana. If he finds a way through, he could be the one. Wells Bayou is the one to beat. Now Silver Prospector has found light, and here he comes. Silver Prospector slingshots to the lead. And now he's two in front of Wells by you who can do nothing about it answer in is next and shoplifted but it's silver prospector over wells by you silver prospector wins the southwest he won it by two wells by you was second answer in third shoplifted finish fourth and silver prospector wins for trainer steve osmussen this cult is by declaration of war out of the tap it mayor tap softly Bred in Kentucky by Hargis Sexton, Sanders Sexton, and Silver Fern Farm, LLC. Owned by Ed Orr and Susie Orr. Ricardo Santana Jr. was a jockey and in eight career starts, Silver Prospector now has earnings of just over $713,000. Silver Prospector was a 2000 
and 18 Keeneland September yearling where he sold for 50000 And as a two-year-old in training at the 2019 Ocala Breeders' Sale, he sold for 190000 And TVG caught up with Ricardo Santana after the race. 500 wins here yesterday. You take the Southwest today. You look loaded coming around the turn for home. Were you confident if you could find a seam that you were going to win this race? Well, we got, we got, he broke a stop, stop slow, and um, I know I have a lot of time of horse, you know, he was working unbelievable the last past two weeks, and um, we have a lot of confidence in him, and then in, uh, on seven fall, he put me in a great spot, that's where I want to be since we broke, yeah, like it was gonna be and finally we, get, we, we got, got the spot that we want to be, yeah, he set him down pretty well behind the what? speed, and um, I just was waiting to the hole open, and when the hole open. The horse gave me on us. You seem to be a real family man. I saw your father here. Is it really special to win when everybody's here supporting you? Well, I'm my daddy, kid, and uh, I'm really blessed to have my dad and my mom here. And, um, you know, they're my everything. They're always a person supporting me, my girlfriend, my baby's here. And I'm really blessed to have them here. And then I win my 1,000 winner. There was here. Now I win my 500 win yesterday. There was here. And this is a, a really a special moment. Celebrate with your family tonight. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Takes the Southwest. Nobody celebrates better than that guy across the wire. And trainer Brad Cox had two Colts in this race, and they took second and third. And finishing a very strong second was Wells Bayou. This three-year-old Colt was by looking at Lucky out of the hard-spun mare Whispering Angel, bred in Kentucky by Knowles Bloodstock, owned by Lance Gosway and Clint Gosway. Trained by Brad Cox and ridden by Florent Giroux, Wells Bayou now has four career starts. He's been in the money three of four times and now has career earnings of just over $245,000. So the sales history is interesting on this colt. In January of 2018, he sold at Keeneland for $50,000. That would be a short yearling. In September, as a yearling, he sold for $18,000 at the Keeneland sale. And then in 2019, the Ocala Breeder Cell two-year-old in training, he sold for 105000 And finishing third was the other Brad Cox colt, Answer In. This three-year-old colt is by Dialed In, by the Broken Val Mare, Do You Know What I Mean? Bred in Kentucky by Glen Oak Farm and Two Stamp Stables. Owned by Robert LaPinta and Matacat Stables. Trained by Brad Cox and ridden by Javier Castellano. Answer In has four career starts. Been in the money all four times with earnings now of just over $228,000. Answer in was a 2017 Keeneland Weanling selling for $175,000. Silver Prospector earned 10 points. Wells Bayou 4, Answer in 2, and Shoplifted 1 towards the Kentucky Derby points standings. And so here's how the top 20 board looks after this weekend. Mr. Monomoy has 52 points. Modernist, 50. Enforceable, 33. Storm the Court and Tis the Law still have 22. Silver Prospector now has 21. Thousand Words and Major Fed have 20. Silver State, Independence Hall, Shotsky, Azel Coast all have 14. Shoplifted has 13. Anu Dor has 12. Maxfield, 8 Rings, Sole Volante, Dennis Moment, Max Player, Gold Street, and Authentic all have 10. After this weekend, there's a little bit of buzz around a horse named Charlatan, who's not on the Derby points list yet, but here's an interview that TVG did with Bob Baffert. I want to talk to you about a Charlatan. What an incredible debut yesterday. I feel like we all knew the hype around Nadal before he debuted, but 
Perhaps we just missed Charlatan or overlooked him. Were you expecting something like that? Well, he, his gay works were really phenomenal. They were really good gay works. But when you worked him from the pole, he's, he's not a real aggressive kind of horse. And so um, I thought he would run well, but I really thought he would need it because he was, looked a little soft to me. But uh, I happened, I, went, I was with my son Bodie at the Harlem Globetrotters yesterday during the race. All of a sudden, my phone started going off. And... Uh, I, I saw this wow, wow from everybody, but um, it's pretty exciting this time of year to have one like that. So, and he's a beautiful horse. I mean, just a he's a specimen. He looks like a fast horse, but it's just fun that you know things are working right now and they're clicking, and we've been patient with these horses, bringing them around. And it's a great group of the I call them the Avengers. You know that they they bought all these horses. It's a you know got all these people together and they own pieces, and so it spreads the the. The love with everything, and you got one. If one happens to go to the farm, got another one to take his place. So it's been worked out pretty well. Uh, with the top side spice tail, but the bottom side authenticity, who ran well going a route of ground. Is there any concern of distance with that horse for you? Well, I think uh, you know on the bottom side, um, it's a really nice mare, you know, and so um, you just don't know when they're that good. You know, justified to me, I never thought when I first saw him, probably was going to be a sprinter. You don't know, but then. When the raw talent shows up, you know, they can carry it further than they're supposed to carry it. So, you know, but, you know, he's, for him to do what he did yesterday was pretty remarkable. And he looks fantastic today. That's the that best is, part of that it. That is the best part about it. Congratulations. Good luck here. Some real excitement surrounding that horse for sure. And it was this time of year, two years ago, that Justify debuted with a 104 buyer. How about that? And that's going to do it for February the 15th through the 17th, 2020. And hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Dan Davidson. And I hope your horses are leading the pack when you see them running down the stretch.